so hard to tell with this. I could be car con carne. Quarantine con carne. We're all sheltering at home. We're doing the best we can to flatten the curve. So car con carne is now nightly. It is a video chat instead of a chat in my car. And car con carne is sponsored by CNH Financial Services. Business owners, when this whole situation kind of blows over when we're allowed to leave our homes and do things in public, you want to get a hold of CNH Financial Services. Freeprocessingnow.com is their web address, or you can call 855-600-2437, extension 999. So you, business owners, when you get back in the swing of things, can start saving money immediately. It's car con carne. Let's eat in the car. It's car con carne. All right, tonight, Car Con Carne becomes, well, it's already become Car or Quarantine Con Carne. It's also Car Scene Carne. If you want to take the Spanglish one step further, we are without meat. Elizabeth Alfano, a vegan of note here in Chicago, is on Quarantine Con Carne. Uh, we are in your kitchen. This is like your, your sanctum. This is where you do all the things that you do, Elizabeth Alfano. Yes, absolutely right. I don't know if you can see uh, my vegan babe apron, but that's how I roll here in my kitchen. Very stylish, it's stylish in any setting, really. So how long have you been vegan? Oh gosh, it's, um, I think a common story in a way. I've only been vegan for four years, but I've been trying to be vegan since I was a kid. So my parents, whom I love and they love me back and it's all good, um, you know, I really didn't want to eat meat as a kid. I, I couldn't chew it. I knew it was, I didn't know why, but I knew it just was wrong. And, you know, they said like, that will not happen in this household. Go to your room, young lady. So I was punished pretty severely for not eating meat. And then I would hide it around the house. So they thought I ate it, but I hadn't really eaten it. Then they'd catch me for lying and punish me again. So I grew up as an adult thinking, I have to do this. It doesn't make sense. We've all seen factory farm footage. We all know, we know. But we live with this disconnect because we all love animals, but we all know. And then my nephew, who is an athlete, went to the University of Oregon. He came back his first semester break at Thanksgiving and he said, coach said, if I want to play for the team, no meat, no dairy. And I was like, you got an adult? And I'm way into my 40s now. <laughs> I was like, you got an adult, a professional to give you permission? I was vegan mid-sentence. That's interesting. I've got to think that Chicago is a pretty good city to be vegan in. So it's funny, right? It's the slaughterhouse capital of the world, uh, the jungle true. up in Sinclair, you know. Uh, but it is also the the vegan vegetarian capital of the U.S., if you will. So vegetarianism started in Chicago in the 1800s. It came over from Britain when we had the Chicago World's Fair, which is so much of what helped us with this, our great city. So in 1893, they had a booth and they came over to talk to people. And it was called the Vegetarian Society then because the word vegan wasn't coined until 1944. Donald Watson brought that term up. But the idea of not eating meat came to us from Britain and it started in the US and Chicago. That, that's some history I didn't know. Yeah, it's cool. You're an it's invaluable cool. resource. Well, and in addition to that, to sort of honor that, you and I may be of the same generation, James. Do you remember a- I, I'm, I'm 25, so okay. I, yeah. I can, yes. I'm a, I'm a millennial. I, I can't even. 
you can't even write. Well, you're looking fly, my friend. But do you remember there was a, a shop on Halstead right around Roscoe called the Bread Shop? Kind of. Okay. Well, um, the bread shop owner, the store is now closed, but this woman, Kay Stepkin, has started the only vegetarian museum in the nation, and it's headquartered in Chicago. And again, the reason it's vegetarian, not vegan, is because the word vegan wasn't until 1944. The history goes back before then. But so the only national vegetarian museum, it's in Chicago. And wait, this is live? This is active? I had no idea. Of course, yes, it's active. Um, you know, like all museums, they don't have huge budgets, so they don't own their own building. What they do is they move every two months to libraries around the city. Got and it. they're like a, they're a movable feast. <laughs> Got it. I want to say hi to Justin, Athena, and Mike, who are all watching on Facebook Live. Thank you for doing this. I'm so glad I figured out how to make this work on Facebook Live. So you are, you're a very media savvy person, Elizabeth. You have a lot of things going on at any given time. Uh, you have a web series. You have a podcast. What all are you up to right now? Well, I have the only plant-based radio show in the nation. I don't know if you knew that. On a small station right here in Chicago, WCGO. So I have my radio show. And then, uh, just like you, I'm adapting to Corona time. So I started a new daily digital series on Facebook Live called the Plant-Based Business Hour. And it's really targeted towards consumers and investors who want to get involved in plant-based businesses so we don't find ourselves with another pandemic in a year. How do you grow your audience? Sorry, it's a plant-based joke. Uh, <laughs> sorry, this, this is what happens. I'm sheltering at home. This is all I have are, are dad jokes. So you have a lot of recipes on your site. Are yes, you, I'm making one. Are, on. are these things that, that you just, are, I, you're also a chef or a cook or is this, are you an oh, amateur? Yeah. I don't know. I'm Sicilian and I love to cook. And I also get tired of talking to people about veganism. It's just easier to feed them. I mean, I, I love to cook. Food is always a straight way to sort of bring down everyone's defenses and it's super fun. So yeah, I do a lot of cooking. So a few things caught my eye. It just looking at the recipes you've, you have published there. Uh, one was the Kung Pao chicken, which was chickenless. Mm -hmm. uh, the thing that confuses me, but also intrigues me is the gyros, which, you know, any Chicagoan, we've all been to the local Greek gyro places around the corner. Uh, what are, you, are you just using like a wheat meat for that? Or? Yeah, so both of those are going to be uh, vital wheat gluten. But you know, the people, the reason people love their meat is because they love the spices. It's all in the spices. So um, I you just do a lot of cumin, paprika, soy. These spices together really are going to create the platform for your umami taste in the meat. Um, and so because of this, I have to do a shout out. Uh, as you say, I wear a lot of plant-based hats. And one of them is I'm, on a, I'm a chef on an Amazon Prime cooking series. It just launched and it's called New Day, New Chef. I'm also one of the executive producers. So oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, it's a big deal, actually. You know, we finally got on Amazon, so we're thrilled about it. And it's gotten a lot of great reviews. So if everybody can watch and go there, that'd be wonderful. I, I don't think anyone has the time these days. Yeah, right. Actually, we're all done with Tiger King. We have nothing but time but to watch you on. Uh, Everybody's Amazon. talking about Tiger King. Pretty, Crazy. Pretty normal people doing normal things. That's, if I were to summarize all seven episodes, that's it. Can't we just leave animals alone? Well, that's, that's, the, t that's the big takeaway. The, the first takeaway is, wow, these people are batshit crazy. The second takeaway is, let's do right by animals, for God's sakes. All right. So the other recipe that caught my eye was Italian beef which again, if you're from Chicago, that is, there is au jus running in our blood. Look at that, well, okay. Should we talk about it or should we show it, James? 
I'd rather talk. Yes, okay. <laughs> show it. No, no, show it, show it. Well, all right. So I'll, I'll kind of set you up here. Um, this is the base for my Italian beef. Of course, I've already um, cooked this, and it is made with vital wheat gluten and then lots of spices. And so I bake this, and now I have my Italian beef, which please don't try this at home because it's actually very, very sharp. But now I'm just going to um, hope you can see this here. Yeah, yeah. So now I'm just going to slice my Italian beef. And right the thin slicing, if you. If you want to make it like Italian beef, getting those thin slices, that's key. It's, if you're going to replicate that texture. Right. That's why this thing is super, oh gosh, whoops, sorry, we won't be eating that. This is super handy, but it's super dangerous. Sure. Uh, then the rest is just normal. You know, I slice my Italian beef. I've got the au jus going right here. Let me see if I can show it to you. I've got au jus. Now, I put some onions in there because I like extra onions, but then I'm also sauteing up some onions right here because I want them caramelized on top. Hello, everybody. Oh, that looks great. That looks and great. And then, you know, we're all about the jardiniera, so I was making these yesterday, jalapenos, carrots, and some celery. Nice. So now, I let's be clear, Elizabeth. Here's where your authenticity falls off a cliff. If you're from Chicago, it's, it's jardiniera. It's not, it's not oh yeah, it's yeah, yeah. No, I'm sorry. Travel a little bit, could you? Just please, like, leave, leave your zip code. Sorry. So I've been making that since last night. Now, I'm trying to keep calories under wraps a little bit, so I did not drench these in oil. But of course, you know, go to town if you'd like. And then to make it even better, not only is my where's my stuff? Not only is my not only is my boyfriend vegan, but he bakes bread. So you so complement each other pretty well there. I'll my boyfriend made this. Can you see it? Oh, that's fantastic. So he, you made the, the meat, so to speak, and he's got the bread covered. Nicely balanced home there. Yeah, it's pretty great. So, James, you were going to bring some food today. What'd you bring, my friend? I'll have you know, I made veggie burgers earlier but my veggie burger didn't make it to this podcast. You ate it or it fell apart? I, I ate it. It, it. It's in my tummy now. Okay. Okay, well. I had all um, the best intentions in the world. Okay, well, I understand because the vegan food's so good that you just can't hold yourself back. Well, see, now here's the thing. For people who don't eat vegan food, who don't eat vegetarian, they look at something like a wheat meat Italian beef and they think, well, that's got to suck. There's no way it tastes like Italian beef. But I think that's the first hurdle people need to get past it's not going to taste exactly like meat it, it it is its own thing made in the style of italian beef right i mean it's um no <laughs> have you had have you had a beyond meat burger i have and th yeah. that is, that's fair that's pretty close and impossible whopper uh-huh okay mm -hmm. Touche. Yeah, so, you know, it's possible. It's definitely possible. Um, you know, I don't, when I'm cooking at home, I try not to just douse it in oil. And of course, one of the reasons to give up meat is would be animals, but also, of course, your health. So, you know, saturated fat and all that. So, yeah, if you really want to continue to stuff your face with saturated fat, of course, that is possible. You can do it. Or you can cook things to be like my uh, spicy Italian beef. It's going to be slightly different because it's not soaking in fat. Right, for sure. Uh, and so for the jardinera or the jardinier, uh, what all do you put it in? Like, how many different vegetables are you are you putting in yours? 
Well, you know, we, we do what we can in uh, coronavirus times. So it just kind of depends on what I've got around and also what I don't want to throw out. So if I see like, okay, there's some veggies in there and I'm not going to have time to eat them. Well, then I'll just, you know, pickle them because then at least I can, you know, hold on to them a little bit longer. So this time I did celery, carrots and jalapeno peppers, but you know, sometimes I might put mushrooms in there or um, not for, not for my Italian beef, but, or onions or, you know, kind of whatever I have around. Are, are mushrooms good to create a, a vegan au jus? Yes. Oh my gosh. In fact, sometimes instead of cooking with oil, I'll cook with mushroom broth because it's a great way to cut down on calories and then you really get that umami in there. So, um, and, and I do a lot of meat like dishes, you know, I have, um, like you were saying the gyros and the, um, the, uh, oh my gosh, the, the Asian dish that you mentioned yeah, with Kung Pao chicken, Kung Pao, right? but I also do lasagna and chili and, um, what the spicy Italian beef. So, you know, I, I don't know. I like to do a lot of, I'd like to feed meat eaters basically with non-meat things. I love it. <clears throat> Excuse me. I want to also thank uh, V who joined us on the Facebook live. I want to thank Meredith who also joined us. Uh, is that that straight vodka or is that just water? Straight vodka. No, it's, it's water. Life in the time of quarantine. I, I get it. There's no judgment here. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> All right. So Assemble the sandwich. What's, what's the next step here? You've got the meat sliced. Yeah, okay, so I've got the meat sliced, but I kind of want more because I really want it to be piled high. And then I'm gonna let the meat hang out in juice, of course, the au jus. So I'm gonna make a lot, I'm gonna let it get really drenched. And then I'm gonna pile it into the jus, let it really sit there. And then I'll put it on my sandwich with uh, jardinera, jardinera, oh, yeah. uh, tomato, tomato, you know. Are you going to let the bread get kind of soaky too? Yes, and I'm going to have a dipping bowl just so there that I is. really, you know. So I, I went to high school at St. Ignatius, which is next to the original Al's Italian beef. And uh, that's kind of why I said to myself, okay, I just have to get this recipe under my belt. So you have these recipes on your website. Did you just decide, I've got to start innovating? I've got to start creating my own stuff? Or do you borrow from other chefs or cooks or is this all just pouring out of your brain trial and error it's kind of pouring out of my brain trial and error not because oh gee i'm so wonderful but just because i find like this is an enormous stress relief for me so chopping and dicing and being creative really takes my mind off things so i love to do it and i know a lot of people say to me just like what you said well i don't get it you've got a television show and you've got a radio show and then you've got this digital stuff why are you cooking over here? But I just, it, it really like helps me process the day. I totally get it. I, I don't mean to interrupt you as you're preparing. I, I feel the same way. I, I find myself more productive when I'm, the busier I am, the more productive I am. The, the, the more focused I am, the more, just the more productive I am. The, the, the better the quality of the stuff I do and I'm not distracted and I just have to get shit done. I, I find I'm, I'm at my best. Yes, I, I completely agree. And also, I mean, all of my stuff does fall under the umbrella of plant-based, you know, so it does all really relate. But um, I don't know, I just would rather be busy. And I also feel like we're at the time, at least for the plant-based world, there's really change coming. I mean, I don't know how you, you are processing this, but, you know, wet markets in China, it's just another word for a meat market. There's meat markets... The disease in bats spread to pangolins. People are eating pangolins. People are eating bats. Uh, so, you know, then that spreads to humans. Now we don't have jobs. Our healthcare system is in crisis. We're panicked out of our minds. The economy's tanked. 
God, uh, there's a lesson to be learned here from my perspective. So I think it's a really critical time for plant-based because I think the world is really shifting. So, you know, there's just so much great work to be done. Well, and we talked about, briefly, we talked about how Chicago is a good city for being vegan. Uh, I, I think that's probably true of a lot of cities now. It's a lot easier to be vegan, a lot easier to be vegetarian than it was even 10 years ago, certainly more than it was 20 years ago. Uh, the mere existence of a Whole Foods in every major market certainly goes a long way. Uh, it, but I don't, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I don't want to throw Chicago under a bus there because we are not like every other city. We really are way out in front here. So, you know, we are a food town, lots of food headquarters. So it's going to be the same for vegan food. There are lots of vegan food companies headquartered in Chicago. Oh, for sure. Uh, I've done stuff with Upton's before. I've done a lot of uh, podcasts with vegan and vegetarian places. You know, Chicago Diner, the obvious one, uh, admittable. Um, those are restaurants, but there's also like Dandies, which is the Chicago Food Corporation. They make vegan cheese. They make vegan um, marshmallows, the only vegan marshmallow that there is. There is, um, as you say, Upton's, which I just love. And there's also, um, oh my God, the uh, headquarters for Light Life and Field Roast are in Chicago. Those are huge international brands. You know, there's, so there's a lot going on in the food space. There's also the headquarters in the U.S. for Milkadamia. So there's a lot more. I don't even know what that is. It's a non-dairy milk out of macadamia nuts. Uh, I could have probably put that together. You probably could have. All right, okay. so where are we at? I'm still preparing my sandwich here. Um, you know, I kind of hate to eat in front of you. I really but, wish. <laughs> you don't have to. You can, you can just hold up the finished results, and we can imagine how delicious it'll be. Imagine how those spices play across the tongue as you get ready to, to ingest it. This is crazy. I, if I've got my Italian beef here, I'm going to eat it. Okay. I, I'll, I'll carry the conversation as you do that. But it, we, we talked for a second about restaurants in Chicago. Because of the time we're in, because COVID-19 has shut down everything right now, I'm assuming you have relationships with some of the Chicago vegan vegetarian restaurateurs. Have you been in contact since everything shut down? How are, how are some of these places doing? How are they kind of looking ahead? Well, funny that you mention it because on my digital show, The Plant-Based Business Hour, I just had on the owner of Kitchen 17, which does deep dish Chicago pizza. It is so awesome. Jenny Plasterer is the owner there. And I had on at the same time, the owner of Sam and Gertie's and Kalish, Andy Kalish, he was on. And, you know, they were saying most of the other vegan restaurants have closed during coronavirus, and they were saying they've had to reinvent themselves. So shout out to both of them. Sam and Gertie's and Kalish are doing huge takeout business, and Kitchen 17 is um, freezing and vacuum packing and sending Chicago deep dish vegan pizza to 32 states around the country. So support Kitchen 17 and get your friends some vegan deep dish pizza, people. Nice. Uh, let's see who joined Mark Doyle, who's an excellent drummer and all around good person. Tyler Wildey, the owner of Epic Deli in McHenry, who himself has daily, regular, weekly, I guess, uh, vegan features in his menu, which are stunning. They always have good food at Epic Deli. Oh, I got to go out there. Oh, wait, where is this restaurant? It's McHenry. So go north and then keep going. I know where that is. Uh, it's by, you know, where the Volo Auto Museum is and, uh, it's just, it's out there. It's well worth the trip. And a lovely area too, McHenry. Uh, I want to thank Natalie who, who joined. What's that? I spend a lot of time in Fox Lake, which isn't too far. There it is. Uh, I want to thank Natalie. And I think that catches us up. Thank you all for watching on Facebook Live. Uh, if you're just joining us, Elizabeth Alfano is making a vegan Italian beef with homemade 
Jardinier. Got to yep. say it right. Got to say it right. I appreciate the Sicilian in you, but the Chicago in me is, is overpowering. And it, uh, homemade Italian beef, 100% vegan. She made the au jus. She made the Jardinier. Are you going to hold it up? Well, I just want to show you something before I get into it. Okay. I've taken out some of the stuffing in my bread so I can really put the, the meat in there. So now it's time to, you know, get busy. Like, that, that, that's a pro move, what you just did with the bread. That's... As much as I want to talk to you, I, I got some Italian beef to handle here. So Do your on. thing. We'll keep talking. I want to thank Amy, who just joined. Ooh, look at... See, that looks really good. Did I tell you or what? Yeah, I, I listen. That's why, that's why you're here. I, I had no doubt. That looks really good. Uh, tomorrow night, since Car Con Carne, Quarantine Con Carne is now nightly. Bobby Telemine, who is a long-running long Chicago rock and roll photographer, will be joining me. We're going to go through 10 of his all-time favorite rock and roll shots that he's taken in shows. I have seen what we're going to reveal on this podcast tomorrow. You'll, you'll see it, too, through the video chats. Uh, some really epic rock and roll stuff happening on Car Con Carne, Quarantine Con Carne tomorrow night. And again, Elizabeth Alfano, vegan of note here in Chicago, a multi-platform vegan. What do we have there? That's the au jus? That's the oh, dipping yeah. bowl. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Now yeah I, gotta, I, gotta, um, I think we're going to have to thumb wrestle about Jardinera or Jardinera, but okay, now I was going to, now you guys can't see, but okay, I'm going to put on, okay, you're the host of the show, so I'll go with what you want. Jardinera. I'm putting it on. <laughs> I, I know how to pronounce it. It's just, it's a Chicago. It's like going to the jewels. This is just where we're at. Hey, do you mind if I tell you some other ways that Chicago is way out in front for veganism? I, I wish you would. Did you know that Billy Corgan smashing pumpkins is vegan? I knew that. <laughs> See, there you go. Okay, so that's our, some of our rock and roll roots right there. And then uh, did you know that some of the most premier doctors in the country are vegan and they're here in Chicago? Dr. Um, uh, Terry Mason, who is the Chief Operating Officer of the Cook County Department of Public Health and the past president of the American College of Cardiology and the current chief uh, in residence of, of cardiology at Rush Medical Center, Dr. Kim Williams. Both of them have, are vegan and have done a very important African-American study on veganism uh, on Chicago's South Side. Very nice. I know. You, you know your stuff. I do know my stuff. Um, that's, that's why I run around the country talking about it so much. Okay, I'm kind of making a mess here. I, I don't think you can do anything Italian beef related that's not messy. I, even talking about Jardinera, uh, I don't, I probably ruined five different shirts from the oil of Jardinera just cascading down my chest as I eat. Okay, here we go. I'm dipping in. Um, I'm also drowning out a little bit. You guys can't see this. Maybe I should just stay over here. Okay. I just want to, really want to make sure, oh, I'm so sorry that you can't be here to have some. I am getting a really good sense of what this is and what it'll taste like. There we go. That is a substantive bite there, Elizabeth. That's a happy dance that comes with good eating. Mm. In the vegan babe apron. I got to tell you, it's super good. <laughs> I believe it. And now this is one of the uh, recipes that's on your website, elizabethalfano.com. I want to thank Jay Douglas Wood and Amy for just joining us. Thank you all for watching this. That looks right. So I realized this was kind of accelerated for the podcast. How long would it take to make something like that at home? Well, so I mixed all of the vital wheat gluten and um, the nutritional yeast, which is what, okay, just, just, 
a little bit of nutrition facts here. So it's got nutrition, uh, nutritional yeast in it, which is a very good source of fiber, but it has vital wheat gluten, which is just the protein part of the wheat. And so super high in protein. So that's probably gonna have something like 20 grams of protein in it right there. So I um, mix those together and I bake them for about 90 minutes. And that's gonna give me this, which you know is kind of good even if you haven't baked it, haven't, you know, heat it up. It's, it's like lunch meat, so good. And then, you know, I just saute some onions and, you know, I do this jardinier a little bit ahead of time, but, you know, my boyfriend makes the bread. It's super easy. I love it. Okay, so we're all in quarantine. You're grounded. You're not touring the country right now spreading, spreading the vegan word. We can see you on Facebook every day now and share all, share all your vital social contacty information stuff. Okay, so... There's a little bit of a list. Please go to Amazon Prime and go to New Day, New Chef. I'm episode five. Uh, I'm making Italian stuffed peppers, but please watch all eight episodes. I'm one of the executive producers on the show, so let me know what you think about it. Uh, and then every Sunday at 3 p.m., I'm on WCGO. It's the only plant-based radio show in the nation. It's the Elizabeth Alfano Show, so please tune in there. And if you can't find WCGO, just go to wcgoradio.com. And then I am on Facebook Live Monday through Friday, and I do the plant-based business hour, and I just interview everyone at 3 p.m. Central Time. I interview everybody about, you know, the changing world that we have as more and more businesses, more and more people go vegan. I love it. Uh, thank you for taking the time to do a demo over video chat. That's pretty darn cool of you. Yeah, super fun. Uh, I'll say if you want to reach out to me personally, ElizabethAlfano.com is my website or Elizabeth at ElizabethAlfano.com. And you can find me on Facebook and Instagram and all that, LinkedIn. So. You're omnipresent. You're multi-platform. Uh, if you're watching on Facebook Live, thank you for doing that. I'm going to stop the Facebook Live stream now. Bye, everybody. Bye, everybody.